Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession to help you become a more productive version of yourself, and I have two ways of doing that. One, I have a seven-day productivity challenge. It's absolutely free, where you give me two minutes a day for a week, I will teach you simple, easily implementable strategies on how to be more productive. And the second thing is, on Saturday, Saturday, April 18th at 11 a.m. Eastern, I'm conducting a free live webinar entitled How to Be Productive Every Day. It's free. It's live. It's just me on camera. There's no slides, but it'll be tons of value. You can get both of these by going to my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Let me help you become more productive. On the show today... The Habits Coach, Morgan Gillis. We are going to be talking about morning routines. So if you don't have a morning routine, if you don't know what a morning routine is, if you like to improve your morning routine, well, this is the episode for you. So let's get right to it. Morgan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mark. So good to be here. I am so thrilled to have you on the show, and I'll tell you why. Listener, you're in for a treat today. I know I'm not supposed to say that. All my colleagues in podcasting world say, don't say it's a treat, but I can't help it. Every guest I have on is a treat, so what can I say? Morgan is obsessed with morning routines, as am I, because we both believe that if your morning routine is not set or you don't have a morning routine, uh, your day is going to be pretty much horrible. And so we're going to talk a lot about morning routine. So this is going to be... Dead, um, we're going to make this frame so if you don't know what a morning routine is, if you kind of got a morning routine, but it's kind of whack, or you want to get better at morning routine, there's going to be something for everyone in this episode. So before we get started, Morgan, take about 20 seconds and tell people who you are and what you do. Awesome. So I am known on Instagram as the Habits Coach. Uh, truthfully, what I do is I do a combination of business and habits coaching. So I help online entrepreneurs, or I say this in quotation marks, but you can't really see me making bunny fingers right now, <laughs> or, uh, or entrepreneurs um, start or grow their online business. So that's what my background is in online business, marketing, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I do it through the lens of habits. And the reason I do that, um, James Clear put it really nicely, but you don't you don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems, right? And so if you're trying to you know, create this online business, you're trying to be productive as an entrepreneur, if you don't have the systems, the habits, the routines that support that, then you are in big trouble. So that's a little bit about me and kind of why I do what I do. And I love James Clear book, Atomic Habits. Everyone should read that book. I got the audio book because he actually reads the audio book. Fantastic book. But just like this podcast, folks, if you just listen and go on to the next thing, it, you're wasting your time. You need to listen to what we're going to talk about and then go implement because that's where the magic happens. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so let's talk about morning routines. Now, I, I, I want you to share us, uh, with us your morning routine. And just in case no one's ever listened to my show before, I'm going to share my morning routine and, and give the people a little flavor because there's no perfect morning routine. You have to create a morning routine that works for you. So why don't you start? Tell us from the time you wake up, about what time you wake up, and what does your morning routine look like? Yeah, for sure. So I think, you know, in, in terms of a good morning routine, I think that if you can get some mind, body and spirit in there, you can kind of touch on all those three things, you're going to be in a really good spot. Um, what my morning routine and, and still what I, you know, teach people is like is six habits. So 
I get up at about six thirty. I'm not I'm not part of the five a.m. club yet, but I, I think I might <laughs> might make a venture over there real soon because um, the morning just just can be so productive. But uh, but my morning routine is first thing I do I get up and I drink. Uh, I drink 500 milliliters of water, you know, get my energy up, my mental and physical, you know, we're 70% water, um, kind of get some detox going and I could, you know, rant about that, but drink 500 milliliters of water. I write down in my journal, um, three things that I'm grateful for. I review the goals that I set the night before and kind of like what my bigger picture North star, like why I'm getting out of bed in the morning is. And then I, I review the, the three smaller daily action items that I set that are going to move me closer to that goal. Um, I do, I go outside, I, I get, you know, exercising in the morning for me, that means going outside for a quick 10 minute walk, which is really, really good for your circadian rhythm. And it, you know, I just, nature is so powerful, um, you know, kind of gets you grounded. It's almost like meditation for me, but it, it's some, you know, some physical activity. Um, and then when I come back in, I put on an audiobook while I'm making breakfast and then I sit down and I eat a, a really good, healthy breakfast. And by the time you've done those those six habits, um, I'm, I'm feeling ready to go. I'm feeling ready to crush it. Now, for those of you who are listening to this in America, where we have to be weird and, and go by the old system, we don't do metrics here in America, which I don't understand why, because metrics are so much easier. Uh, 500 milliliters is about 17 ounces of water. Just <laughs> I want to do the conversion. <laughs> because Well, here's the thing. We should be the metric system. We have to be the stubborn teenager. Metrics is so easy because there's like no decimal points there, which is really cool. Um, so I just want to convert everybody. So thank you for sharing that with us. For mine, as you mentioned, I became a member of the 5 a.m. club on February 4th. I'm at like di- day 66 now, which is, I guess, like, I'm like, nice. I made it. And it's really awesome to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. So the first thing I do is I used to, when I first joined the 5 a.m. club, I would go for my run because, as you know, I run every single day. But I found out there's some really weird people out like five o'clock in the morning. Now, this is before the coronavirus and everything hit that they're not like up early. They're up from the night before. And I get that maybe on a Sunday morning or a Saturday morning, but during the week. And so I got really concerned because I've run for 30 minutes and I'm like, who are these people? I mean, they're out there riding their bikes, smoking cigarettes. They look they've been up all night. So now I don't go to 545. I just, it feels a little safe for the sun starts to come up. But what I do instead is I get up, I read my Bible, read a couple of devotions. I do my uh, high performance planner by Brendan Burchard. And after I get all that stuff done and I do the high performance planner, if you don't know, it's got morning prompts. It's got a place where I write my goals. I'm one of these people. I write my goals in the morning and at night, and I don't like just look at them, copy them. I just, I cover up the one side of the page. So I'm actually writing from my heart. And then I write down the big three for the day. And then it's got a space on there. It says, you know, who is someone you need to really show up for today? And I write there and I ask you why. So that takes about maybe 20 or 30 minutes. And then I go feed our zoo. We've got cats. We've got a dog and take care of all that stuff. And then about that time, then it's time for my run. And I will run rain or shine. Of course, it's not shining at 545 in the morning, but I will run every day. Now, one morning it was pouring rain and I would, I had become so addicted to running first thing in the morning. I actually ran in my house. It really confused our dog because I was running around the couch, down the hallway, in the bedroom, down the hallway, around the couch, next to the bedroom for 30 minutes. She's like, she's trying to follow me. She goes, what are you doing right now? But I actually got 30 minutes. So I don't like running indoors. I like running outdoors. So that's my morning routine. Then I come home, take my shower after I cool down and my wife makes me a delicious breakfast. And that's how my day starts. And I tell you, once you get up at five o'clock in the morning, Morgan, you'll sit there at eight o'clock and go, holy crap, I've been up for three hours already. Cause normally I used to get to seven 30 and 
I get so much stuff done. I try to get all my social media posting out of the way before eight o'clock, eight thirty. And so when nine o'clock hits, my hours are like really like nine to five. I've gotten all my social media taken care of. I've done all my emails. I've done all my, you know, reading and all this sort of stuff. And I get so much done, so much so that by before dinner time at like four thirty, five o'clock, I'm bored because I've had such a productive day. But it all starts with the morning routine. It all starts from when I first wake up. And the biggest tip I I tell people, and I'm really interested to hear your take on this, is when you wake up in the morning, don't ponder in bed. Get up, put your feet on the floor, make the bed, because it accomplishes two things. Number one, you got the blood flowing. Number two, you've already accomplished something because you made your bed. So what do you think about that? Oh man, I love it. Uh, I used to, that used to be a piece of the morning routine actually was like making your bed. Um, but there's like, there's a lot of people that really struggle to get up in the morning. And yeah, mm-hmm. if you sit there and you quote ponder, um, <laughs> you end up pondering for, you waste a lot of time and half the time you're, you're sitting there and you're, you're in this ambivalent place where like, you kind of want to get up. You're kind of not, you're causing <laughs> your more, yourself more stress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just get up, just get up. Um, I like when but people yeah. say I do I do my gratitude in my head while I'm laying in bed. Okay, you're comfortable. You may be with your significant other. You know, you're not really doing your gratitude. You need to get that blood flowing. The body, when you wake up and the blood starts flowing, that tells the body going, okay, it's time to wake up. But if you're all comfortable in your down pillows and you got your puppy there or your cat and, and your loved one and, you know, you're not really starting your day. You're, you're just pondering. You're dwelling. Get yeah. up. Get those feet on the floor, get moving. And, you know, I'd like to give you guys actually a strategy. So this is like one of the things I I teach in the, in the morning routine program that I run, but I call it the all strategy and it's, it's alarm lights and leave. So the night before you go to, you go to sleep, you know, set your alarm so that it's, it's as far away from your bed as you can put it right? Maybe it's even in another room. So when that does go off, you would have no option. You can't just reach over and turn that off and then go back to sleep. No, you had to, like you say, get up, get out of bed, get the blood flowing. You're annoyed. This thing's going off and you had to actually move. You had to actually walk your feet across the floor and and turn that off. So that's the A is alarm. Um, and then L is, is lights, right? So turn on some lights in your room, open your blinds, get that circadian rhythm going, right? Get some of the, you know, Make it so that it's it's just getting harder and harder and less attractive to go back to bed. And then the third thing is L for leave, right? So leave, get out of your room. Stop. Don't be sitting there with your your bed tempting you to, to come back there in nice, warm, cozy covers. Like get out of your room. Do your morning routine in a different place. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You, I, I love that all strategy. I, I once heard Zig Ziglar, the late great Zig Ziglar. Everybody knew yes. he was a great. Um, he's a great storyteller. He passed away several years ago, but he said, "You know, why do they call it an alarm clock? Because you, this thing jolts you out of sleep. And and if 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 you have trouble sleeping, because I firmly believe Morgan, and we'll talk about this in a second. I believe a good morning routine starts the night before when you get ready yeah. for bed and you have a good night's sleep. But I believe." What Dr. Matthew Walker says in his book, Why We Sleep, and several other neuroscientists, that the body likes likes consistency. It wants to go to bed at the same time, get up at the same time. And I, even though I set my Apple Watch for 5 a.m., I get up before 5 a.m., like 4.55, 4.56, something like that, because the body's saying, okay, we're in this rhythm. You just mentioned the word rhythm. And so if you have a consistent bedtime and a consistent rise time, then you don't need an alarm clock because your body's going, hey, we're in the flow. But if you get up at 6.30, then 7, then 8, then 5, then 4, then your body going, I don't know what's going on. Would you agree with that? Oh, totally. Totally. 100% agree. Yeah. It messes you up. And that's why 
that's why when I read Raman Sharma's book, The 5 a.m. Club, which has got got me into the 5 a.m. Club, is you can't do the 5 a.m. Club Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then go out and party Saturday, uh, Friday night, Saturday night and sleep in the noon because then your body's going, wait a minute, I thought it was five o'clock. Now it's noon. And then on Monday, you want to go back to five and it's like, wait a minute. And so the body likes consistency. And when I say I get up at five o'clock in the morning, I mean seven days a week. Now I have not gone on vacation since I started the 5 a.m. club, but I will still get up at five o'clock in the morning. But here's my fear, Morgan. I'll, I'll share this with you in the audience is going to a different time zone. I live in the central time zone. So if I go visit my family in New York on East side, that's only one hour. So five o'clock there is like four o'clock here. So I, I can swing that. But if I went to Europe, okay, oh my goodness, how am I going to work on that? So I'm, I'm not going to borrow trouble, but that's one of my biggest fears because you're on the West Coast, right? So that would be two hours going the other direction. So I, mm-hmm. I, this, is, this is how my mind works, folks. I, I worry about little things like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I get that you're worried about it, but I mean – let's be real. You're going to, you're going to figure out how to navigate it. You know, yeah. you're going to go to Europe, you're going to have a great time and you're going to come back and it's going to suck for a couple days. Yeah. It's going to suck. <laughs> you know, you're going to feel real crap, but I mean, again, your body, your body's going to get used to it. You get into the rhythm for three days and it'll be fine. Yeah. So let's I have talk- confidence. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so let's talk about bedtime routines because one of the most difficult thing I had when I switched over to 5am club is my body was like, wait a minute, dude, we normally turn the TV off at 1030 and we read to 1130. Now you want us to go to bed at 10? And and so even though I was setting my alarm to get up at 5 a.m., my body, it took like three, four days for my body to go, oh, we have to go to bed early to get the seven to nine hours sleep we want. Now I'm in this flow. I go, I turn off the TV at nine, except for nights when Walking Dead's on. It's a little after nine. But I go to bed, turn the TV off at nine, go read a print book or a magazine. And then I'm generally, I used to go to bed at 10. Now I'm finding myself going to sleep at 9.20, 9.15 and sleeping until five o'clock in the morning. Again, it's that pattern. But I believe if you you don't turn off electronics at least an hour before bed and start reading things without the blue light and you make sure in your bedroom you only have one light it's like a yellow light it's a soft light just enough to read because you want to like you said you turn the lights on in the morning to get your body going well you want to reverse that when you go to bed you don't want to have all your bedroom lights and all the lights on in the house because then your body thinks it's still time to be awake so I will go in the room, only have that one light on, and I really calm down. I may do some meditation because you want to set your body up to like, okay, now it's time to go to bed and fall asleep. And if you get that right, you'll sleep better, and then you'll wake up with an alarm clock and be ready to go the next day. Yeah, 100%. And as I listen to you talk, we have I feel like we have really two two things to unpack here. So Let's do it. <laughs> kind of like... You know, one of them, you're going to probably learn pretty quickly on this. I have an acronym for everything, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but like the nighttime routine, um, I kind of think of it in terms of like SOP. So like, you know, you know, SOP, like standard operating procedure. Um, so like the S is, is setting your alarm, right? It's that, how do I, how do I set myself up in the night to create a schedule for myself and a routine for myself so that I have enough time to wind down consistently and I go to bed at the same time, therefore I can wake up at the same time. So one of the biggest things is, you know, you say, I think you said it was nine o'clock or an hour before you, you, t- yes. you turn the screens off, like set an alarm for that, set an alarm. Hey, when this goes off, I'm done. I'm off screens. I'm done work. I'm not posting any more stuff on social media. I'm not, no, we're done. Um, so set your alarm. And then, you know, the O is like organize your stuff. So are you, if you're doing a workout in the morning, you probably do this for runs. I know Jocko Willink talks about this. Um, do you know, are you familiar with Jocko Willink, by the way? Yes, I am. 
Yeah. So he's like, you know, big military guy, super disciplined guy, but he's like, yeah, every, every day I lay out my workout clothes that when I get up in the morning, there's my cue, you know, there's my cue to put this on. Like he doesn't leave it up to chance. So put out your, fill up your water bottle, lay out your workout clothes, put your journal in your, you know, in your different room or whatever. Right. So organize your stuff and then, and then plan. And, you know, that's where I use my journal. You probably use your, your high performance plan or whatever, um, kind of lay out your goals, but Mm -hmm. you know, plan things out. So if I was to give people like a three-step process to, Hey, how do you kind of create a nighttime, you know, routine? I would say like set an alarm, no one to get off screens, organize your stuff and, and plan out what the heck you're going to be doing the next day. You know, you are the habits coach and I will tell you, I don't set an alarm for, getting off the screens or for, you know, organizing my morning because I have created the habit. I know nine o'clock it's time to turn the screens off. I know that I know where all my running stuff is. I live in the South. So basically I just get my shoes and socks, my shoes and socks on my running shirt and go running. But I think it has, I created myself a habit. So I know every day I go running, but if you're not at that point yet, then you Mm -hmm. should do the SOP. You should do the SOP. You should set yourself up for that morning success. But eventually if you stick to it, you're going to know, okay, I want to be at bed at 10, turn off the electronics at nine. It'll just become a habit. And I think that's what you really teach. Eventually want to get to the, get to the point where it becomes a habit. It's just becomes an autopilot. Exactly. Yeah. When it gets to that point where it's automatic and you don't have to think about it and you're at that point where you've, you've put in the work to create that habit, you know how things work for you. But for a lot of people who are starting, it's like they just, they don't, they don't know where to start. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, well start here with the night and have a a hard stop for yourself and, and have a routine. So I think this kind of leads into like the next sort of little segue I was thinking in my mind. Um, but in terms of like things that you could do to wind down, um, you, you mentioned a couple things, you know, like you mentioned the lights and your circadian rhythm and how, you know, your body's not going to, your body's not going to secrete melatonin and, and all that kind of stuff. If you're constantly berating yourself with blue light and screens and um, bright lights and whatever. So there's that piece. Um, and you also mentioned like, you know, doing things to kind of wind down and that's a huge part of it too. Like doing things that get your body into that, like rest and digest parasympathetic kind of nervous system place that you feel calm and you are ready to go to sleep. So there's, there's so many little, like little habits that you can do. You can, uh, you know, I know some people that take magnesium before they go to sleep. Um, some people, like you say, they get off the screens, get away from the blue light. Um, I myself have like blue blocker glasses. So sometimes if for whatever reason, you know, sometimes my, my screens make them a little farther into the night than I want them to, (laughs) you know, I'm like on, 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 uh, I don't know, even if I'm looking at my phone to do meditation or if I'm responding to some email last minute or God knows, you know, sometimes you got to put out fires. So I like, I'll wear these, these, these glasses. So I'm not staring at screens, but you can get stuff like that. Um, and then you can just, you know, you could, you could do stretching to wind down, or you said meditation. Maybe your ritual is that you read, or maybe you sip some chamomile tea or whatever you do to get yourself into like that parasympathetic kind of nervous systems so that you're, you know, you're, you're ready to go to sleep. Um, And there's some other really cool stuff in terms of the light as well with like, you know, like I have a sleep mask that I wear every night. Um, You can get blackout curtains. There's so much stuff that you can do to kind of like reduce that light exposure Mm. and get yourself into that place where you are ready to like wind down and, and get a really good restful sleep. Now I want to I want to point out something to the listener that you might have missed because she uh, Morgan said it pretty quickly, but she said sometimes her screens makes it a little more into the night than she would like. She's a student of the morning routine, sleeping, productivity, just like I am. She doesn't have it all figured out. I don't have it all figured out. Tony Robbins doesn't have it all figured out. So yeah. the point is, if you go, oh, 
I, I don't know if I'll figure it out. Well, we don't either. We're just trying to share what works with us. So I want you to make sure you understand that nobody's got it all figured out. But I want to share a little story with you that when I first went over to the 5 a.m. club, I sound like I went to a foreign country. I went over to the foreign 5 a.m. club. <laughs> um, I remember I had trouble sleeping one night. And I was, you know, my problem, I, I caused my own problems because when I can't sleep, then you get anxious. And then you keep looking at the alarm clock and you get more anxious and then you can't sleep for the anxiety level goes to the roof. And I try to keep my watch off and my phone off and not look at the clocks or I don't need clocks in my room except for my phone and my watch. And one day I couldn't fall asleep like one o'clock in the morning. And my wife, you know, bless her heart. I was like annoying her by, you know, she was sleeping and I was like frustrated and waking her up. And she goes, what, what did you normally do when you went to bed? Well, I said, I would turn the TV off and I would read and go to bed. She goes, are you doing that now? I said, no. And I wasn't reading. I was just like turning up TV off and trying to go to bed. My brain goes, wait a minute, we're missing something here because the reading of the book was my body's cue. It was time to go to bed. And so it was saying, okay, he turned the TV off. He turned electronics off. Now we're in bed. There's something missing. And I'll be doggone. I started reading again and my brain goes, got it. It may only took five minutes on some night, but my brain needed that five minute, 10 minute reading of a a print book to tell it it was bedtime. It's amazing how smart our brains are. Yeah. And to your point, like that's, that's why I haven't, like, if you, you find that thing that works for you, like for you, it's reading, maybe for someone it's sipping chamomile tea, maybe for someone it's doing, I don't know, a mobility or stretching session or whatever. But when you find that thing that works for you and that you, you repeat that over time and, and your body starts to get used to like, Hey, when this happens, this happens. And then it's way easier to get yourself to sleep. Couple things you shouldn't do before bed. I, I will tell you, I've learned this the hard way. Getting in heated arguments with anybody, whether it's your spouse, your kids, oh, yeah. stuff, because what that does, it gets you in the flight or fight mode and you can't sleep when that happens. So I made the point if my wife and I are having a heated discussion or if I feel it coming on, like, look at this doesn't matter tonight. Let's just not worry about it. And then we'll pray and then we'll, we'll go to bed. The other thing is don't exercise like at least two hours before the, the last two hours before bed, because that gets your heart rate up and you get excited. I mean, you can stretch, do mild stretching fine, but don't go running. I would never go run like an hour before bed because my brain is like, okay, we're ready for the night. Let's go. And so that's not good. And as far as caffeine goes, the neuroscientists, the research I have written, uh, I've written, hello, read, said you shouldn't <laughs> have caffeine after 2 p.m. I have taken the extreme point of view. All I drink is water every day. I don't drink any anything, literally, no liquor, no soda, nothing except for water because my theory is, and I, I learned this from somebody else, that when you drink water, your body doesn't have to break it down. Your body knows what to do with the water. You have any other beverage, the body's got to break it down, which takes energy. So if you're going to imbibe in like coffee or you know soda with caffeine in it, Again, read Dr. Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep. Caffeine is affecting you more than you think it is. And if you don't, if you doubt this, go read the book. He's got research in there because I have people, I'm married to one, who will say, oh, the caffeine doesn't affect me. She's been having caffeine for so long, it's really screwing with her sleep pattern. And I'm trying to gently, it's really tough to to coach your spouse, by the way, to get her off the caffeine because your body doesn't (laughs) need the caffeine. And she has it all the time. She says, I can take caffeine and go to sleep. I'm like, you're not sleeping well. You're not sleeping well. And so caffeine is not a friend, is not an ally to your sleep. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. And you know what? I I only drink like in terms of, you know, the other beverages thing. What are your thoughts on the tea actually? 
I've never liked tea because I always had a sweet tooth. So what I did, because I used to like Diet Coke, that was my my beverage of choice. But I like a sweet the sweetness. So I went to we have Mountain Spring water here in Texas, and so that's why I drink that all the time. I don't, I go out to. Uh, it's kind of funny. I'm kind of uh, become a water snob. I used to pick on friends who were water snobs. A water and, snob. Yeah, because well, not all water is equal. That should okay. be a hashtag. If you watch, if you listen to this episode, you got to go on Instagram. You got to post a screenshot and you got to hashtag water snob. Uh, this probably went on there. I guarantee you this probably one there. I'll, I'll go check. But the thing is, is I'm such a water snob that when we go out to, to restaurants, I will bring my own water. I don't like their water. I, if I, when I go to church, I bring my own water bottle. I mean, I, I love my taste of my water because here's the thing. People go, I can't drink water. It tastes horrible. I'm like, well, you're drinking tap water. Go get water you like, and you have to pay more money for good water. Like whether it's Fiji here in Houston, we have Ozarka water. Pay more money for get extra, for get the good water and you'll fall in love with it. I, people say, how do you drink water all the time? I said, I love it. It tastes delicious. That's all I drink. You know what? It's it's funny that you're such an advocate of, of of water, and I know it's people. You know, it sounds so simple, but it's like, yeah, well, people skip the simple stuff. Yes. people skip the basics, and you know, it's almost like that eighty twenty rule, right? Where yep. it's like twenty percent of you know of the things that you do give you eighty percent of your results, and you know, revert the reverse as well, right? Yep. Um, but it's like people skip that, and I I literally put in in my in the the program that I run I literally put like guys this is honestly the like the benefits of it are crazy and like you can go into some weird stuff like Japanese water therapy and like I don't know if you ever heard of that but no. it's that's an interesting tangent in and of itself um but it's like guys this is literally the world's best health supplement and it's free <laughs> And you don't, you pro, you're probably, probably doesn't go in your morning routine. You wake up, you're mildly dehydrated after being asleep for like eight hours, right? Yep. And then you're like, oh man, I'm so tired and low energy. Well, that's partially because you're mildly dehydrated because you didn't have water for eight hours. Um, but then they go to the caffeine, man. They go to the, I'm like, no, this is a diuretic. <laughs> now you're further dehydrating yourself. And yep. now you're making yourself more reliant on this because you still need energy. When if you would just, drink some water and go for a, a walk or a run or something like you would have way more energy than the caffeine. And I actually put in some stats of like studies and how, like how just like drinking water or like, um, and like exercising the effects it even has on your mind. And I think I forget if this is water or if it was the exercise component. I think it's the exercise component. Um, but it's like, it was, it was double as effective as caffeine is like energizing your mind. So Anyways, yeah, the whole caffeine <laughs> thing is, is is a huge crutch for people, for sure. It is, and yeah. you should be drinking a minimum of half your weight in ounces. I don't know what that is in the metric system, but you should be drinking yeah. a lot more water <laughs> than you are. And what's interesting, I read Tom Brady's book, TB12, and he's a big proponent of water. You should drink, like, like I think he says, what, 40 ounces of water in the morning. Now, he's an athlete, I'll say that, but what he said, I didn't know, I did not know this, and maybe you've heard this before, but he says you should should not drink a lot of water when you're eating because it affects your digestion. You should drink it afterwards. And I had never heard that until I read the book. Have you heard of that? I, you know what? Yeah. So maybe we should touch on this like Japanese water therapy thing for like a half minute for a sure. tangent. But, um, so part of the reason I, I put like the, the water as the first thing in the morning, there's this thing called Japanese water therapy, like as, as the first habit that I, I, I kind of advocate for it. I mean, um, but there's this thing called Japanese water therapy. And um, really what it is, is when you wake up in the morning, the first thing that you do is you drink four glasses of water. For them, they say that's like 630 milliliters. I don't know what that is in ounces. Oh my Sorry goodness. about that. 600, <laughs> 600? Well, wait a minute. Hang on. So 500 milliliters, you say 500, you said 600 milliliters? 
630 specifically. Okay. Well, 500 milliliters is 17 ounces. So you're only talking 20 ounces probably. That's not bad. Yeah, twenty. I just did the math. Twenty one point four two ounces. Okay. Um. But anyways, um. But they drink that. No in the extra morning. charge for the conversions, folks. No extra charge. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving away a lot of free stuff here on this podcast. <laughs> um. But yeah, you drink that in the morning, and then before you brush your teeth, so it doesn't even get contaminated with fluoride, and um, and then you 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 wait at least forty five minutes to eat or drink anything. So forty five minutes to have your breakfast. Uh, and I'm assuming that the reason that they, they're doing that is because when you're asleep at night and you know, your body's doing all these processes to detox. Right. And so that's why, like when you wake up in the morning, um, it, just probably why water, like, you know, clears up your skin and your complexion and, you know, boosts your immunity, which is also super relevant for the current time that we're in right now. Yes. Um, but you, you, you wake up, you drink that immediately. You, before you brush your teeth, before it gets contaminated with fluoride, you wait 45 minutes before you eat or drink anything. And then you have breakfast as normal. Um, but the thing that they also say in this Japanese water therapy, which has so many benefits, it's insane. Um, but is when you eat or drink something, um, you I think it's like you don't eat or drink anything, or you don't dr- have any water at least thirty minutes before you're going to have a meal. And after you have your meal, you don't eat or drink anything for two hours afterwards. Oh my! <laughs> so so there, that's a little extreme. But to your point, I, I think there's there's a lot behind this. Of you know. If you're, if you're drinking water, like really, really close to your meals, like let's say, let's, I think two hours is a little extreme, but let's say 30 minutes before 30 minutes after that's very helpful because it's giving your, your body and your digestive enzymes a chance to break down your food, but you're, you're diluting the, the digestive enzymes and the acids or whatever the heck's going on in there. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, if you drink that like at your meal, which for a lot of people is the only time that they drink water because that's like, if they go to a restaurant or something, well, that's when they get the water is with their meal. So, yeah, I think people have that a little backwards and they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's interesting what Tom Brady talks about is, you know, you can drink some water during the meal because obviously you may be drinking, uh, eating something that's like salty or something that's yeah. like, uh, you know, a chip or something like that. But he said, don't drink like a whole cup of water. Just drink enough just to make sure the, the food's going down your throat. And I will tell you, I'm 54. I don't know how old you are. I, I, I know enough now, never to ask a lady how old they are. <laughs> but I will tell you that if I drink too much water for bed, I'm already getting up a couple times during the night to use the bathroom. And if I drink more water i'll be doing more bathroom trips which means less sleep so and i and i i will tell you i do drink some water when i'm doing my morning devotions and stuff like that but i don't eat i don't like i get back from my run and then after my shower so probably about two hours after i've woken up before i even have breakfast so i'm doing most of the things the japanese water therapy but that whole thing of two hours yeah that is kind of on the extreme side do they say don't yeah. drink any water during your meal at all Ah. Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't really go super, super, super deep into it, but I do think that they were pretty, I think they were pretty strict on the little, the Japanese water therapy thing. So wow. I don't I mean, know. You get something I, stuck with your throat. What are you supposed to do? Cause most people get a, a sip of water. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I, I, like you say, I don't think a couple sips is going to be a, a big deal, but I see what they're getting at. Right. Yeah. See what they're getting at for sure. Interesting. Well, folks, let me tell you something. We gave a lot for you to think about in this show, and you're like, oh my gosh, my head's spinning. That's okay. That's okay. You can, there's this really cool thing on podcasts. You can go back to the beginning and listen to it over again. Uh, you can go to the link that Morgan's going to give you in a couple minutes here and you can get more information on there. So, or you can get her on social media. I mean, we're here to help you. So just take a breath. Just we'll, we'll help you through this. So before we get to that last question, I want to ask you, Morgan, is there anything we didn't talk about in the show today that you'd like to share with the audience? Um, 
No, I think we're pretty good. Yeah, we did give them a ton of information, a lot of information, and we even did the free conversions from metric to the American. What do they call the American system? I don't even know. We call it. I don't even know. What's the what's the official title? Somebody's listening to this podcast. It's called this. I'm like, well, I can't think of it. My brain's just like, I don't know. I went someplace. The American system, I guess. The English system, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't really know. matter for the sake of the podcast anyways. Um, well, where can we find you online? Uh, definitely on Instagram. That's the platform I'm most active on. So you can find me on Instagram at The Habits Coach. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's probably the best place to follow me, to be honest. And you have a special link for us? I do. I do have a special link for you. So, um, you know, it with, with the morning routine stuff. So this is something that I I used to have this, this is very like current, you know, COVID, uh, I guess like relevant. Um, I I used to have this, I used to teach this morning routine, these like six habits that I have, um, in a 21 day challenge. And I found with like, with, you know, people being home and really struggling with productivity and really struggling with like, Oh my God, I need a morning routine. I need structure. I need schedule. Like I, I'm really having a hard time here. Um, and also they have a lot more time in their hands. So instead of running this as a, a 21 day challenge, I, I recently, I, I, I took all the same content, but I put it into like a, a go at your own pace. If you went through all the modules, you could just, you know, excluding the exercises, you could do it all in two hours. Um, but I, I took this 21 day challenge and I put it into like that, you know, a two hour format where you could just go through, get all the habits, set yourself up for a powerful morning routine. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of like, I made, I made that available for you guys. If you want to check it out, it's, um, 21 days of challenge.com slash Mark. Um, and it used to be, it used to be a, a $97 product. And with the, the COVID stuff, um, I made you guys a coupon code as well. Um, if you use the code, uh, Mark capital M A, obviously you know how to spell Mark, but anyways, if you, if <laughs> no, you use that, Canadian, at, some people spell it with a C, so you're, you're spelling it with a K <laughs> with a K. Yeah. Okay. If you, if you use that at checkout, um, it's, it goes from, from 97 to 37. So if you guys are interested in like crafting a morning routine and you really want to dive deeper with this and you want like a structure that's, you know, you should definitely check that one out. And see, so you could binge watch this. Or binge watch a stupid show on Netflix. So, you know, pick your poison, folks. This is going to help you. <laughs> Watching that show on Netflix, uh, Game of Thrones, whatever. You know, what you think is going to give you more bang for your buck? Yeah, one you have to pay for. Well, you're paying for Netflix anyway. So, you know, or HBO or Hulu, whatever you're paying for. So why don't you take this time and learn how to be better in the morning? And then then maybe you'll want to watch Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime Video. Just saying. So Honestly, Yeah. <laughs> Now, before we wrap up, we got to tell everybody how we met. So what's really funny is I have been doing <laughs> these Instagram lives. And if you've ever seen my Instagram lives, thank you so much because nobody ever shows up for my Instagram lives. But one day, this person called the Habits Coach popped up. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. I got to listen. I got a viewer. And I was so I was so stoked. And she goes, well, why don't you invite me as a guest? And so I invited her as a guest. We had a great conversation. And then I said afterwards, say, hey, you should be on my show. And that's why you're here. So I thought that was really cool. She, See, folks, you never know what's going to happen. I'm very successful in the podcast on LinkedIn, TikTok, and Pinterest. Nothing on Instagram. But now, because of Instagram Live, Morgan Gillis is on the show. How incredible is that? 
<laughs> yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty fun. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to send this guy a request and see if he'll let me hop on there. And then you let me hop on. I was like, this is awesome. Uh, yeah, we totally vibe. <laughs> we should definitely talk on a podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you can hear the energy on this and not, not like we've been friends for a long time. We just hit it off. We're both passionate about morning routines and, and, uh, Morgan, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. You gave us so much to think about. And like I tell my listeners all the time, listen, we gave you a lot to think about. Just pick one thing that resonates yeah. with you. Cause if you do more than that, you're going to get overwhelmed and you're going to quit. So, what what did we talk about in the show today that resonated with you? And just do that one thing. Start getting the momentum in the right direction. You'll be all right. So, Morgan, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Mark. And just before we go, don't forget to head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up for the free seven-day productivity challenge and sign up for the free live webinar, How to Be Productive Every Day, happening on Saturday morning, April 18th at 11 a.m. Eastern. Well, Saturday morning, depending on what time zone you're in, I'm going to give you tons of value on the webinar. No slides, no replays, but massive value. So the seven-day productivity challenge and the webinar, you can get both at mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe. The more people that subscribe, the more people find out about it and the more people I can help. And if you want to take it to an even more a bigger level for me, tell two or three people about the podcast so I can help them as well. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.